this week I decided to talk about some films that are running for the Oscar for the best film this year. Coincidence or not, after movements like Oscar So White, it is finally possible to see some diversity at the Oscars, no? With people from different colors, genders, and ethnicities. Hi, my name is Alex. Welcome to a new episode of Reasons Why Podcast. And today I'm gonna talk about four movies that are running for the Oscars. This year, 2021, the film with the highest number of nominations is Mank, by director David Fincher. He's the director of movies such as Seven, Gone Girl, and The Social Network. He's also the director of a lot of video clips uh, by Madonna, Aerosmith, I think. He's really a good director, by the way. Uh, so this film tells the story of Mank, who was the screenwriter of Citizen Kane. I really recommend this movie. It is very old, 80 years old. Imagine, guys, watching a black and white 80-year-old movie. I did that, and I enjoyed it. I mean, the movie's not... Because uh, Citizen Kane, it is one of those movies people always put on the list of best movies ever. And I I'm sorry, I don't know if I consider it one of the best movies I've ever watched, especially because the movie is so old. So you need to understand a, a whole context to get to the movie, you know? But I really liked the experience. It isn't boring at all. It's worth it. And I just watched Citizen Kane to understand Mank better. So technically speaking, uh, this movie, Mank, is everything we should expect from a director like Fincher. The setting is beautiful, hair, makeup, the black and white photography. Although I didn't like it so much, it must be good, right? Since the movie was nominated in this category. Make delivers great interpretations, like Gary Oldman, who plays the protagonist. But I confess that the movie is often boring for those who do not uh, know how much about Hollywood in the 30s, in the 1930s productions, no? So Mank was nominated in 10 categories, and I would bet that he takes best photography at least. The movie is available on Netflix. Second movie I'd like to talk about, I watched this movie recently and it was nominated for several Oscars too, is Judas and the Black Messiah. So the film tells the real story of Bill O'Neill, I think, uh, who infiltrates the Black Panther Party. Meanwhile, the party president, Fred Hampton, continues to gain followers. I really love uh, Lakeith Stanfields, I think that's his name. I really loved his, inter his interpretation of Bill, you know? He manages to perfectly deliver the expressions of those who are, like, desperate, afraid of being discovered and guilty for the actions he's taking. So, uh, both Lakeith Stanfield and Daniel Kaluuya, who plays Fred, are running for Best Supporting Actor, which is something I didn't understand. So, instead of putting them to run as Best Actors, the studio decided to put them to run as Supporting Actors, you know? In my opinion, they are both uh, the leaders of this movie. I believe Daniel Kaluuya wins, but uh, like I said, Stanfield is my favorite. Although I think this is a necessary film, guys, I personally do not like stories about racism, you know? It bothers me. 
I feel terrible and personally, I think we should have passed this stage. I mean, I know the story is necessary, it's a story that must be told, but uh, I'm kind of tired of seeing black people be humiliated by white people in movies, you know? So, the movie is quite violent, I mean, not so much as it could be, but it is a little violent. But I still recommend it for those who are not so sensitive, okay? So, the movie is about that. You have the Bill O'Neill, like I told you, it is based on a true story, and the guy infiltrates the Black Panther, and he tells everything he sees to a guy, a white guy from FBI. So the movie uh, shows like Fred's size of advancing as a leader and getting the community together, not only black people, but also white poor people and Latin people. And you have this guy feeling guilty about the things he must do in order to survive too. So it is a very good movie besides being a little, you know, a little not dark exactly neither violent, but it makes you feel a little sad for the things these people lived and for the things a lot of black people still live nowadays. The next movie I'd like to talk about is Minari or Minari, I'm not so sure. Uh, the film is spoken in English and Korean, which is great, I loved that part. To see kids, I loved the boy, the little boy, oh my gosh, I think he would have been nominated because he's very good, but I think it is the weakest of the nominees, you know, still extremely sensitive and competent. So the film tells the story of this Korean family who opened a farm in Arkansas in the 80s. The movie talks about migration, evasions to the US, poverty, and conflict between generations. Despite the lightness of how the plot is handled, I couldn't stop feeling that the things would go wrong, you know, that feeling, I have a bad feeling about this. It is also a film that has great interpretations, in particular of Steven Yeun, I don't know, <laughs> the guy from The Walking Dead, and the lady Yu Jung Yeon, I don't know, <laughs> they were both nominated and they are great in the movie, really, really great. So that's the story of the movie, no big deal. Just a, a poor family trying to survive in the States, you know? It talks a little about the American way of life, the American dream. The movie is cute, but anyway. And the last film I'd like to talk about is Nomadland. So after losing everything in the Great Recession, a woman embarks on a journey through the American West, living like a modern nomad, living in a van. This is undoubtedly the most intimate film on the list, and also the best of them in my opinion. It is a film about loss, mourning, overcoming, you know? The film has these uh, real characters, real people, I mean, they're not actors, telling their stories. So at one point the film is kind of a documentary too. So the photography is beautiful. You have these landscapes, these amazing American landscapes shown, and the film presents a lot of lives of people who, uh, for some reason, decided to live in their vans, either due to illness, lack of money, or just to enjoy the country, you know, just to enjoy the nature, to enjoy life. As I said before, it is my favorite on this list, and I believe that the movie will win at least three 
of the six categories uh, it is competing for. So I think it will take the Oscar for Best Film, Best Actress for Frances McDonald and Direction for Chloe Zhao, who will be the director of Marvel's Eternal Film. Mm. So guys, today I talked about four movies that were nominated for Best Film of the Year, right? And I hope next week I talk about more four movies. So thanks for listening to this episode of Reasons Why Podcast, a podcast about pop culture and social issues. New episodes every Friday, and you can get in touch with me at reasonswhycast at gmail.com. My Instagram is reasonswhy, and my blog, which is a little stopped, is reasonswhypodcast.blogspot.com. See ya! See ya!